good afternoon, good evening, good morning, just good day to you, wherever you may be. This is Pastor Cedric C. Maddox, and we're coming at you with Life's Moments. And today, our topic of discussion is worship. Yep, we're talking about worship. Now, I'm not talking about the emotional expression of worship. I'm referring more so to the actual worship that is carried out in your day to day life. There is a moment where we actually figure out what our worship is, and that is the moment that life turns around. First of all, let me define worship. Worship is loyalty, devotion, and commitment to a person, a thing, or an activity. Worship is what you put your passion into, your heart into. Worship can be carried out in our daily lives. Worship can be expressed through our emotions. As a matter of fact, the African-American culture expresses worship to God in a very dramatic way. It is emotional in their expression. Other cultures may express their worship still physically, but yet not as dramatically. Yet they are still in worship. This week in our other forum, Behind the Mask, which we do live daily, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Um, on Facebook Live, we talked about when a man finds worship. I want to go back to that. I want to go to that with life's moments. When do you actually find your worship? Well, let's go with Genesis chapter 2, verse number 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. In other words, he took the man and placed him in the Garden of Eden to worship him, to keep and to serve him. When you find that place, when you arrive at the place where God wants you to worship, that is a significant life moment. Some would call it our calling. Others will recognize that you have a talent, a skill, an ability. I prefer to say it's your anointing. It is the place whereby you are gifted in such a way that your touch, though it may not be impeccable, it is yet significant, not only in your life, but in the lives of others. Yeah, that's your worship. Your worship is that garden that God wants you to keep, to tend to. As a matter of fact, um, I, 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 I speak of worship in the sense that it is a calling that you can do anywhere and you can almost do it with anybody. And guess what? You want to do it anytime. Yeah, it's your worship. It's the thing that God has given you 
and the place that God places you to carry out your significance in the earth. Well, worship to God through this work, if you will. It is a work that is bigger than yourself. It is a work that is practical unto the Lord. It is a work that causes you to get up in the morning and you go to bed at night or whenever it is that you sleep. You go to sleep thinking about how can I do it better? That, that that's your worship. Now, you may have some hobbies. You may have some things that you like. There may be some things that you do that are really, you know, show forth a talent. But your worship says, I want to do this in a way that it impacts and influences somebody's life. You want to impact and influence somebody's life in a way that gives hope, that sparks joy. That lets them know that there is peace that says to them, hey, you too have value in the earth. Your worship is something that God gives you that even if you didn't, I notice I said, if you didn't get paid for it, you still find a way to do it. Uh, I'm going to use myself as an example. You see, I love God's word. I love preaching and teaching the word. I mean, I love it to the point where I never feel like my study of it is adequate. I want to go deeper, learn more. I want to hear better. And then whenever I actually get an opportunity to execute, guess what? Um, I don't never think, I never think it's good enough. You know why? Cause I'm in my worship. I'm in my worship. I never think that I have taught the people or preached to the people good enough for the Lord. I always say to myself, I could have done that better. Yeah, I could have explained that clearer. Yeah, I, I could have moved in such a way. I could have put the emphasis here rather than there. Uh, I, I could have used this phrase rather than that one. Uh, I, I could have looked this up a little bit more. In other words, I'm in my worship, man. I'm in my worship. I'm in that thing that God has gifted me to do. Now, I spent time as a banker because I had an interest in finance. <laughs> But you know what I found out is that even when I was a banker and I would sit there and explain financial products and investments to people, I found myself listening to this story and then I would go into worship. You're like, how did you go into worship there? Well, I would start sharing things from God's word to encourage them. I would start teaching them in a very indirect way because you know hey man i'm at somebody else's job it's not politically correct if you will it is not corporately savvy to 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 talk about spiritual things so i will put it in common layman terms in order to get the point across but i wanted them to leave my desk i wanted them to get off the phone with me and still have hope i wanted them to know that there was a better day coming Hey, I was in my worship, cat. 
And I'm saying that to you. I'm saying that to you and all of you listeners out there that your worship is the thing that you would do on a daily basis for the Lord. But you're doing it in a practical way and you're showing your devotion. You are showing your commitment. You're showing your loyalty to him. And you're doing it so that he he actually gets the glory. You say, well, how does he get glory out of that? You didn't necessarily mention his name all the time. You didn't necessarily, you know, break out into a hymn or something like that. You didn't quote scripture, you know, uh, chapter and verse, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But all you did was sow seeds. You sow seeds in somebody's life that somebody else will come by and water. And at the end of the day, God will get the increase and he gets the increase how he so sees fit. You see, that's what I had to learn about my worship. My worship was for him and it was about him in a way that he gets glory as he sees fits, not as Cedric sees fit. Worship. One of the greatest days of my life was the moment when I realized what my purpose was. You can't take that from me. When he placed me in my garden. Now, sometimes what God would do, uh, he would give us a choice on how we labor. (laughs) Did you hear that? Did you catch that? He would give us the choice of how we labor. (laughs) But the bottom line is we're still in his garden. (laughs) Some of us will, will, will labor this way and some of us will labor that way because God is not a God. That determines, but he's a God that predestines. Did you catch that? In other words, God will not uh, make you do, but he places you in a situation that you want to do. Now, some of us still won't do it. That's okay. That's your choice. And and because there are some who will not do, well, then you, you made your choice. You're destined for whatever the consequence is. We're not talking about consequences today. We're talking about the purpose. But if you are walking in divine purpose, that simply means that that's the moment. That's the the moment in life when you realize that this is how you will contribute to significance. This is how you will make a difference. This is where you're going to make an impact. This is where your garden is. And one thing about God's gardens, that it's not based on a location is based on the presentation. You see, gardens, ladies and gentlemen, sons and daughters, gardens yield something beneficial, yield something fruitful. They they, they yield something that can be admired. I'm I'm, going to make it practical and then I'm going to get out of here, y'all. When you have a garden, you do all you can to protect it. You see, your worship, you are protected because it's purposeful. You don't want the natural habitat, if you will, to come and eat up your garden. So we'll we'll build a little fence around it or something, 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 something to protect it. Y'all know what I'm saying. Well, in the end of the day, don't let life's decisions and choices come and eat up your garden. In other words, don't let your good be evil spoken of. Yeah, don't let your good be evil spoken of. Protect your garden. Protect that moment that God called you out of darkness into a light, a light that shines so brightly uh, that the world cannot deny it's your 
purpose. Everybody has a purpose. And that purpose will produce something beautiful in the world. Purpose will let someone know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope in the midst of despair. There's peace through all the chaos. There is a savior in the midst of sinking sand. That's what you created for. And you can do it every single day. And so what we want to do is encourage people to find their garden in their careers. Audio engineers, that's your garden. Vocalists have gardens. Photographers have gardens. Attorneys have gardens. Dentists and doctors and those in the medical field, that's your garden. You provide healing of the Lord. Are y'all with me? So if you have not found your garden, I encourage you. Sit back for a moment and say unto the Lord, place me in my garden. Show me what I am to tend and to keep. Help me understand my purpose so that I give you glory. With that being said, once again, Pastor Cedric C. Maddox here with Life's Moments. Find your worship. If you need an inspirational word every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're coming at you live from behind the mask. If you want to celebrate with us, be discipled. Tuesday, second um, Thursdays, second and fourth Thursdays. Yeah, refuel. That's where we're going to energize you with teachings from God's holy word. And then finally, worship encounter coming at you live on Saturdays right now, 10 a.m. Facebook Live, Refreshing Word. This is a Cedric C. Maddox. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. May he be gracious unto you until the next time. And as always, gang, we're hollering.